0: You're listening to Pivot to Thrive podcast that inspires and educates entrepreneurs and unhappy nine to fires to get more out of life and create an abundant life with intention and alignment. My name is Dr. Priya, founder of Pivot to Thrive and Soul Designs, best known for creating financial independence through digital products. And I share this show with like minded people who share their top strategies to help you fast track your success. Please use the timestamp in the show notes to jump to the section that you need the most and join my private Facebook group using the link below to get access to member only content about mindset, manifestation, and success. Now, let's get started with today's episode. All right, everyone, I officially welcome you all to today's masterclass. I'm super pumped for this one. This is like my um, you know, dream topic that I want to talk about uh, because of my personal experience. It's not too much woohoo stuff that you would uh, expect or you'd, you didn't expect. It's more logic, but it's still backed up with science and simple things what you can do. I promised you I'm going to t- uh, teach you simple rituals that you can do to manifest every day. We're going to cover that in the last few slides. But before that, we're going to deal with everything that's going to stop you from doing that. So, Basically, just a bit of housekeeping. It's lovely if you could turn your camera on um, because it's nice to put a a face to a name and uh, have your microphones on mute. But obviously, if you want to talk, ask questions, please unmute and feel free to uh, ask questions. Have a notebook and pen. They're the most powerful investments that you can do in yourself. And the workbook copy, if you have not received one, I have popped it in the chat. So you can see the drive links there in the chat. Uh, So... You can open them. I've got a digital fillable version that you can open it on your laptop or you've got the print version that you can print. Um, Please be interactive. It's boring uh, just for me to talk, talk, talk all the time and ask questions. Make the most of today's two hours. You have time blocked. I want you to, um, you know, get something out of it. So moving on, what do you expect from today's session? So basically, the first step will be to understand your deep money conditioning, aka money blockers, because everything, your thoughts is the key thing that results whatever you have. Whatever result you have today is because of your thoughts. So we're really going to go deep dive into understanding what beliefs you formed, who's responsible for that. And how is that impacting your current financial situations and the actions you take? So basically, we're just going to understand that in greater detail, because if we don't understand that, obviously, whatever rituals we um, you know practice, it's not going to um, really have a positive impact. And this will really help you to do a self-evaluation on how you process money conversations. How comfortable are we talking about money? You know, how many of us talk about money with our friends? How much money do you make? How much money you really want to make? So, without judgments, um, really having that ease and flowy conversations about money, uh, why is that resistance we have? So even if you have that resistance, how do you reprogram your mind to manifest anything you want? So, and I've also got really powerful visualization tools um, to make all your dreams a reality. So we're not talking about like big stuff like, you know, buying a private jet, um, buying a mansion. So all that is still possible. But then wherever we are right now, um, we take you to the next step, point B, and really feel that it is possible okay so many of us think about it's such an um, abused term these days millionaire is such an abused term I would say but if if somebody's going to give you a million dollars really to hold that money and to process that feeling are you ready to hold that money are you ready to hold that energy so those are some powerful questions we're going to ask today to ourselves and really help you overcome these resistance and understand and feel aligned with whatever you want. You can want anything in the world, but are you feeling aligned with that? Because you consciously think something, but there's subconsciously something else that is blocking you. So those are the things that you can expect in today's masterclass. Like I said, the tools will be a tiny bit of today's session, but really clearing and releasing all these money blocks will be the most important part of this masterclass. Okay. So this is my belief. Okay. At the end of today's masterclass, you will be aware and or release because for some people, it's easy to clear if you've done a little bit of pre-work. And if, you, if you're very much ready, you can release all these money blocks. For others, because we all work and process information at our own pace. For some people, you will just become aware of every resistance that is holding you back and that is acting as money blockers. So that's why I've said and or or, because I can't promise all of you will release, but awareness is the key. At least being aware that this is my resistance, this is my money blocker will help you to create abundance. So the next thing that I truly believe that you can get out of this session is just feel that money is an energy and that you can attract with ease. It's not something that's unachievable. It's not something really far from where you are right now. It's just an energy and I am going to attract it with ease. So really strengthening that belief system is what I aim to achieve at the end of today's masterclass. And I am a firm believer of embodiment techniques. I, I think I've got a slide there where I talk about the difference between affirmations and embodiment because affirmations are this is just my personal belief. If you're a true believer of affirmations, I truly respect that. But in my personal experience, whenever I listen to affirmations on my headset, you know, on YouTube, um, on different platforms, it feels very superficial. Like it'd be like, Oh, I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. And then there's an inner voice that says, no, you're not. You know, it's funny. There's there's always this inner voice that tries to resist and, then you really are not thinking, you're not in alignment. Whereas embodiment technique is where you truly believe and behave like one. Okay, so you want to become a millionaire, but you go shop in op shops, which is really not aligning with what you want. Um, So just a simple example like that. Okay, if somebody does something bad, like somebody, the nail technician did a bad job for my nails, I'm not going to go there and have a stinky conversation and create a drama for like $40 or $50 when I'm really embodying a millionaire version of me. So things like that. We'll go in greater detail. But I strongly feel you you really create, like in business, we create ideal client avatar. So similarly, um, in affirmation, when you do vision boarding, when you do these rituals, I want you to create your most abundant self. So it could be the kind of dresses you wear. It could be the kind of brands you want to buy, the car you want to um, you know, drive, the kind of house you want to live on. So all these factors really factor into the abundant self, the version of you that you're creating, you will already behave like one. So that's embodiment taking, that's really helped me 10x my business, 10x my mindset in everything that I do. So that is the little introduction about today's session. I'm just going to quickly open the document. So I've got it in the side so we can do that together. For those who've joined late, I've sent the link um, to the workbook in the chat. So you can just click and use the first link. That'll give you the fillable copy of the workshop, the workbook, sorry. Okay, I've opened it here.
1: Any questions so far? Are we good to continue? Where is the Zoom? Yes, thank you. Cool. Cool. I've got 100 windows here. I'm like, where is Zoom? Where is the micro? What am I sharing? Okay, cool. You don't see anything in the chat? Okay, sorry. I'm just going to type it again. So that's the fillable version. And this is the print version of the workbook. Cool.
0: I'll also share my screen so you'll get to um, see what's there in the workbook. And you can just record your responses on a notebook or a paper, whatever you've got. Okay. This is just a little bit of introduction. I don't intend to blow my own trumpet, but just an introduction as in why I do what I do and why I'm so focused on doing this. So a little bit of introduction. If you don't know me, my name is Priya Jagannathan and I've completed my PhD in bioinformatics. Which is biotechnology done on computers. A lazy Indian girl who didn't want to wash petri plates and test tubes, wanted quick results using computers. That's me. Um, so that's the stream that I specialized. So I worked as a university lecturer back in India uh, for almost nine years, moved to Australia as a skilled migrant back in 2016, got my very first full time permanent job um, with um, betting. Uh, call center. So got to know Australian punters firsthand. Um, So a huge culture shock, very interesting job, I must confess, Uh, because you have to pay bills, you like it or not from the very first week and the money conversion if I send a dollar from here to India, it's times fifty five, and you can imagine if I bring my Indian currency here, it's divided by fifty five. So basically, I give them a chunk of currencies and I get like few dollars here. So it is scary. So I had to just jump on board and get um, you know whatever job I wanted, but still I had um, my destination was very clear. I was thinking I wanted the academic sector is. All I know, it's that's what I want, and that's what I would consider a success. But I joined University of Adelaide in the research grant management, a huge six-figure paycheck, but it didn't interest me. That's when I really had to think, is this what I want to be doing? Is this what I want? And especially Australia having really late retirement age, like you know, 66, I think. In India, it's 58. And culturally, it's different because kids take care of their parents, but You know, here it's like people save up for their own funeral. It's a whole different culture. And I'm going to be living here. I'm a citizen right now. So obviously, I have to be a Roman in Rome. So when I was thinking about all these, I didn't want to work till 66. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to trade time for money. I never had an opportunity as a child. To really explore and understand what is my passion. I don't know if you have Indian friends. Uh, In India, it's pretty much like the parents decide for you. So when I was born, my parents prefixed my name with DR, uh, but they wanted me to be a clinical doctor, but my my heart wasn't there. Now I know that. I just didn't want to be a doctor that was not there in me and that's why I didn't get the uh, marks to get into medicine um, I got BDS and I'm like, you know what, I don't want to mm, with people's mouth. Nah, I, that's not me. So um, I think it took me time to understand. And 2018 is when I embarked on this whole online business journey. I had a f- um, you know full-time secured job that paid me really well, that took care of my needs, that took care of my family. All I had to do was sacrifice a bit of sleep and really try and find out my passion that's why my business was called side hustle with nine to five because that was me successful in doing it okay so I strongly believe that everybody with a nine to five there's no reason why you can't do One hour of the day, why you can't spend one hour of your day in investing your passion. That's what I used to do. One hour before work, one to two hours after work, after my kids sleep, that's when I invested in myself. I invested in courses. I invested in coaching and I tried different things because you've got the Levi to try things. Uh, basically to understand what's your passion. But now I don't have the luxury to do that because my business is full-time. That's my source of bread and butter. But when you are a side hustler, you have that freedom to really test the waters, try what you like, and really find out what you enjoy doing in a longer period of time. So I tried everything possible uh, in the online business world from uh, affiliate marketing, sales funnel designs, everything. And then I found out coaching is my jam. I've been a teacher. I love teaching. And that's my thing. I'm, I'm really natural at it. So when I embarked on this personal development journey is when I underwent so many different transformation. I've never read a book in my life. I started reading books. I started investing so much in my personal development, especially the last three months uh, were were very crucial for my life. So last year, 2021, January, I quit my six-figure income and I jumped uh, full-time into my business when my business was not even making half of that money. Okay, I want that underlined in bold. Okay, though I'm only six years new to Australia as a migrant, doing this is a huge decision. And the only reason I could do that is because I always believed I hated the job that I was doing. It was giving me money, but I didn't feel aligned with anything I was doing. Eight hours staring at a monitor was really sucking the life out of me. I'm like, the only reason I quit my job, I told my friends is I lost my smile you know, you'll always find me smiley, bubbly, but those eight hours sitting in the monitor, I'll be like, you know, lifeless. And I saw myself and I'm like, it's not worth it. Okay. Especially after COVID when everything, it it made so much changes in me as an individual. Uh, My parents both got COVID back in India. We had travel ban here and that was like the moment of truth. That was like my, um, you know, the moment that I decided, you know, I bought houses here, car here, and I could not buy the next meal for my parents. So things like that really um, made me change and understand that what I want now is more freedom. My parents are getting old. Even if I go to India, stay there for three months, I should be able to make money. And that was the draw why I started, you know, really getting full-time in my business, really focusing hard, networking, and 10x my business later towards the year. But the last three months was hard. Like 2022 was like the rockiest road ever in terms of health, wealth, relationship. Everything took a deep hit in my life. And the last quarter of 2022, I stopped taking new clients because I was not there. I was not mentally ready. I went through the spiritual journey. I was searching for something. I didn't know what I was searching for. I was searching for everything from energy healing, crystals, um, deep trauma healing, um, you know, uh, um, embodiment techniques, um, what is it called? Somatic uh, sexology uh, treatments, anything and everything I um, wanted to understand as a client, uh, I did it. and there are a few modalities that I want to be a practitioner there are a few modalities, I want to be a client. So I really took time the last three months um, to understand what I enjoy doing in terms of a practitioner and I've uh, so I've joined a certification in feminine embodiment. I'm starting next month because I'm always in the masculine. I'm doing, doing, doing. I never really sat back. And, you know, I love when some women are in the princess mode. They just sit back and relax and get it. But I think it's just my logical brain that always conflicts with things like this. And I'm like, okay, there has to be a sweet spot that does feed on scientific logic. And that still has that Uh, You know, a little bit of woohoo stuff. Who does not like it? Um, So I found that um, certification, which had a perfect mix of everything. And I've invested in that uh, coaching for this year. So all these things that I've done is personally um, as a migrant, as a generational middle-class mindset. I even have a podcast on how I broke that generational middle-class mindset. I have so much deep conditioning from childhood, from my parents, from society, culturally, that you, know, you should not ask for more. You know, every, everything about money was bad. So from that secured paycheck life, for me to break open and really be rebellious was huge but I can see that benefit now. So this is why I do what I do is I share this knowledge. If I can do it, Like anyone can do it. Like any of you can do it with ease because I didn't have um, so much access to tools and resources. I did all the hard work. So now when you learn it from somebody who has done the hard work, you basically collapse time. Time is the most precious thing. When somebody says, why do you invest in such things? I'm like, I just want to collapse time because that's what I will not get back. Even if I lose 10 grand today, I can earn it back someday. But the years that I've lost, I'll never get back again. So That is the key uh, reason, A little bit of introduction about why I do what I do and my background, Um, basically, the monetary success would be nice as a new migrant, but when you check all the boxes, okay, you bought two houses, what next, the third house? No, it doesn't make sense. So the new brand that I'm creating is um, the tagline is create an abundant life with intention and alignment, We all need money, but are we feeling aligned with it? Are we setting up intentions? So being intentional and mindful is really the key. So that's a bit of introduction. Sorry if it was a big rant. Let's move on to the next one. Okay, so let's go to our workbook. Sorry, why did I stop sharing? Let's go to our workbook. And I want you to do these questions quickly in a notebook or using your fillable PDF. I think we did this today um, when we set the intentions, but we can also start um, to do this very quickly. You can neglect the first one if you've already done it. We can just do these two. What thoughts you would like to release today? and what new beliefs you would like to form.
1: People who came in late, um, this is also part of the intention setting. It's a real hot day out here in Brisbane today. You're done. Let's move on. Feel free to ask questions, put stuff in the chat.
0: Okay. Who's responsible for your money beliefs? Responses in the chat. For me, it's parents and culture. I think it's just an Asian thing, Hati. Yes, yeah, Shweta.
1: Yeah, I think so, Priya. <laughs> yeah. Culture and religious,
0: definitely agree. Husband and parents. So I really don't want you all to say me, okay? Because you have got it from somebody. It's not you. When all of us were born, we were born like a clean slate. So it's not us. It's definitely someone's belief that we carry and we blame ourselves, okay so some of the few examples is the arguments parents have over money especially when you know one person is spending a lot one person does not want to spend or if they're always fighting about money i don't have the money it's always conditioned in our brain to think that money is not for us i'm born in a poor family and it it just subconsciously forms your belief system and if parents Always shop from sale or do an op shopping. That's what you're conditioned to believe. Your brain uh, will never let you buy in a full-priced item because of that pattern being formed. The type of school you go, the type of friends you have, obviously have a huge Um, impact on your belief system and society and culture is huge especially like I said from an Asian um, culture background we're all conditioned to believe that money um, is bad you know asking for money is bad you're being you're being really greedy don't be greedy be happy with what you have okay so those are the deep conditioning that people have and you know even in certain cultures people say you have to work hard for your money Okay, now if somebody says, I'm like, no, you know, you always have a smart way to do it. It doesn't have to be hard work. Okay, and you have to do multiple jobs, especially here. I find that difference. Like, my son is 11 and he is waiting to turn 13 so he can go work at McDonald's and buy an iPhone on his own. So, that belief or that conditioning would not have happened to him if he was. Growing up in India because it is normal here, it's part of the culture here. People start work really early, and you need to do multiple jobs, and that is part of the culture and conditioning and the country. Or some cultures people say, just marry a rich man, you know, why do you have to do the hard work? So all of this is um, you know, outer external factors, but coming to the internal factor, understanding that we still operate from cavemen's brain. We still operate from a very primal human brain. So, the primal human brain, um, what it does, it's always trying to keep you safe. Okay. It's always scared that somebody's going to come and kill you. So, it wants you to be safe. And it's always in the mode to preserve. Okay. Because they didn't have three, the luxury of three meals per day. So, whenever they get meat, they try to keep it, they try to preserve it, they try to really save, save it. So always your brain is operating from the primal human brain, which wants you to keep it safe and secure. Okay. Which everything it has, it wants to preserve it. What if something happens or what if I don't have food tomorrow? So I, this is one key thing that helps me to understand. I mean, initially I used to do a lot of uh, modeling and journaling on notebooks to really understand what's happening, but now i can just say it's just my brain i can just be like brain just shut up okay and i can just turn it around so it took me a lot of time like 3 to 3 to 4 years of practice to get to that stage but it's definitely doable understanding this simple concept that our brain always wants us to be safe just go get a job Just get a paycheck, come back home, watch Netflix, enjoy a beer, enjoy some barbecue. And that's how we've conditioned our brain to believe. Okay. When you have to sacrifice a party, when you have to sacrifice friends, catch up and work on yourself, your brain will be like, you're an idiot to do this. And we easily give in when somebody else is going to, you know, trigger us with some statements. So really understanding who is responsible for your belief will help you understand and make decisions clearly. Am I making this decision or am I thinking like my mom? Okay, so now when I take decisions, I think, why am I acting like my mom? Okay, there are certain things that I don't want to do, what my mom did to me. So when I act as a parent, this is like a self-audit that I do to really understand, is it me or my mom's belief that I'm passing it on to my son? So this is how I do like a self-evaluation and that is what is there on the workbook. Okay Okay, Can somebody fill in the blank in the chat?
1: Lucky has given his response, others? I agree with (laughs) Lucky. Anyone else? (laughs) Okay, that's an interesting one, Myrna. Laziness, yes. You can't
0: afford it. So that's the statement we tell to ourselves, isn't it? So usually the, these are common statements like money doesn't go on trees. Money is the root cause of all evil. Money cannot buy happiness. Um, so I even uh, find this funny memes like money cannot buy happiness, but I don't mind crying in my Ferrari, you know, instead of a Toyota. So um, these are statements that, really go deep rooted in our beliefs okay so that was just a quick example of that so this is a very important point that I want to address um, today like I said I had to do so much work to get out of that generational curse generational middle class mindset my dad still believes I did a terrible mistake giving up my six-figure paycheck and university affiliation and not doing something that he would be proud of to say to people. Like my daughter is working with an Australian university and he doesn't even understand what I do. He thinks just people pay to talk to me on Instagram. (laughs) That's how he understands and it doesn't make sense to him. Um, So the deep conditioning of the culture and family and society versus your current financial reality. So these are the things that will help you to understand um, the conflict between you and your desires. So most of us, when we talk about, okay, I would I would just want to um, pause here and ask a question. How many of you can... Um, say this statement without resistance that, you know, I will have, say, $8 million by the end of 2023. Don't, without thinking about logic, without thinking about um, the possibilities and practical stuff, how many of us can say that without any internal resistance? No. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Immediately rejected myself to say that. Exactly so that's that's the primal human brain that thinks about the logic that thinks about the current situation today the paycheck we receive today or the jobs that we want today so everything that we think is based on that logic okay we do not feel worthy to receive so there's no wonder it doesn't happen okay a random number like people ask me what's your dream number and stuff like that when we do different things Um, A random number that stuck to my head is 38 million. I don't know where that number came from. Maybe it's a power Lodo on Thursdays. But the statement that stops me, that, that is my money blocker, is I am never lucky. Okay, that is my money blocker statement. Like God never spelled L U C K. The way I write it is capital L dot U dot C dot K. That's how I write it. Okay, so that was the statement that I had all my life that was stopping me from getting whatever I want. Anything that I try, my my brain will immediately go, "Oh, you're never lucky. You you know you can never get it." So there are some statements that. Consciously or subconsciously impact everything that we think and decide. So I'm glad you're able to find out. 26 million lot of information. Yes, Heather. Okay. So this is basically the conflict that is there with you, that is within you because of the conditioning and the desires that you uh, have. Okay, so there's always this conflict that's creating that resistance. So there's like there's no seamless experience of manifesting, and that is because of all these subconscious beliefs that is there within you. So when I did these deep trauma healing sessions, um, I. I mean, I I was thinking, I was focusing that's only one thing which is going to be traumatic, which I'm consciously aware of, which happened recently. But damn it, when I went into the session, the things that came up, like I had such a traumatic childhood where until that I thought I had a perfect childhood. Everything was nice, but there there was so much trauma in different stages of my life I had carried as a child and that was still there deep rooted within me. I had no idea about that because it was so subconscious within me and I had to have that external help with healers and sessions to actually bring it out of me. So really, it is hard work, okay? It is really hard work, but it is worth it. When you come out of it, you come out really, really powerful. And there's a lot of triggers that we have due to negative past experiences. So if something happened once, like you you get a fine for driving uh, using your phone like my husband paid $700 because he was using his mobile or he just checked his mobile when he was standing in the traffic lights so he always he's like everybody does I've seen so many people using phone but why me so you start to have that blame statement why does it happen to me like so many people do like really nasty things but they never get caught but I get caught so these are triggers that happen because of some negative past experience that has in turn formed your belief system. okay? And you th- this is more of self audit in you understanding. When you try to spend money, when you try go splurge on a handbag or you want to invest in yourself, what is the feeling that pops up? okay? And why is that feeling coming from? Where is it coming from? It takes a long time to understand, okay? My first investment that I did was with my coach. She's based in the US and it was a five-figure investment. Like I never started, I started with courses and I don't believe in courses, okay? Courses is a one-size-fits-all pack of information and it does not give you transformation. Coaching gives you transformation that I just believe in my bones that, courses we don't complete them I've spent thousands on courses uh, but I've never completed them it didn't give me so much transformation as much as coaching so when my um, coach when we were on a sales call and she said the five-figure investment my heart stopped okay and then I I just wanted to get off the phone from her I just wanted to get off but she was really good at what she was doing so she was holding space for me she had that conversation and then i was like you know what i'm just going to do it but i was shivering sweating and when i sent that transfer but there was so much fear and anxiety for me i don't i never feel guilty or you know there's no shame associated with money and i've never felt angry but i always feel fear and anxiety when i spend money Okay, I don't feel that when I go buy a branded handbag, when I go buy something, you know, silly and stupid for myself, I always try to justify that I deserve it. I work so hard. And, you know, nowadays, I have this reward system that I do for myself. So there's no guilt or shame or anger or regrets. But there's always fear or anxiety. So what is your one emotion that pops up when you want to invest or when you go spend, or when you have conversations about money? Just type it in the chat. This is just a self-audit or you can write it in your notebook. What is one emotion that pops up for you? Guilt. Yeah. Okay, someone raised hand.
1: Do you want to ask a question or? I can't
0: see here. Where is the other view? iPhone, you raised your hand. You want to ask a question or you're tapping the answer. I don't know why this image keeps changing. Fear. Yes, fear and anxiety. Okay, I'm with you all. Okay, it's a mistake. No problem. No guilt or shame, but I should save more for other girls and security. Yes, this is also another thing. We just want to save, save, save and not truly live. Um, and we, that is, yeah, you know, in terms of insecurity, you were right, Xavier. It is always insecurity around money that you want to position yourself in a safer, um, you know, space. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing all of you. Um, So money blocks, we talked about this, there's always inner resistance because of other things. And we always look at superficial triggers, okay? And we don't understand the root cause. We're driving, you know, for example, we're driving on the um, road, you're driving normally, but there's someone else who comes in and shows a finger or just has a rude gesture. It's not that you trigger them. They've already triggered, they're already having a bad day and a simple Anything simple or silly from you could have just brought that trigger out in a different form. So when somebody does that, I I just assume that they're having a bad day. It's just them and not me. So it takes time for you to actually, you know, not react and empathize, put yourself in their shoes and understand. Similarly, when the, the basis for trauma healing is you detach yourself from that wound, Okay. Whatever you've done, for example, you eloped and got married, which has hurt your family and their reputation, for example. Okay. Very, I don't know, some random example that popped up. Um, So you don't associate yourself to that action that you did, you detach from it, you see yourself from a third person's perspective, and then you really forgive that particular person or the avatar or the version of you that did that. And you say, it's okay, it happened. Okay, So that is where you understand where the trigger is coming from when you dissociate yourself from that root cause. It might be too much for some people to process this, but I I just want you all to understand, never blame you. For whatever you're doing. Don't blame you for your current financial reality. There's always an underlying root cause in terms of somebody who has incorporated that belief in you. There's something else that has happened that is acting as the root cause, but you're just currently reacting as a superficial trigger. Okay. So most of it, just understand it is not the 30 year old me that is acting. I'm just taking this decision like an eight-year-old. So there's a lot of work that I see other coaches do and I've experienced, which is the inner child work. There's always this inner child in us that needs attention, that needs our, um, what is the word? Validation to do things you know we buy a dress we always ask our partners and you know kids and friends am I looking good does this suit me how am I looking we we love the dress we tried it on we bought it but still we need that validation from others to actually uh, accept whatever we have so that's how we are conditioned we are programmed to believe so just understand there's always something beneath it's not the superficial things that comes up and we're always in survival mode okay especially when we are in a 9 to five you want to work your ass off for the five years five days and just have to enjoy the weekend only to complain the weekend was very short it just vanished in thin air and we're back in the Monday blues and this is the kind of pattern so I even had this post on LinkedIn if you're having Monday blues every Monday you better you know you have to change your job or you have to try what you're doing so you need not start a business you know it's not for everybody I understand that But do something that feeds your passion other than your nine to five. Have something to channel your energy other than just a job. And this is how I used to survive my nine to five. And I hated it. I used to say, my nine to five is just a job. It promised me a paycheck, and I get it every fortnight. It didn't promise me satisfaction, it didn't promise me happiness. It didn't promise me any of the good stuff that I want from it. It's just me being greedy and not setting clear expectations. Once I set that expectation and boundary, I felt liberated. I could just do my job as a job and disconnect from it and go into my side hustle and have all my passion and uh, everything that comes up. So my very first affiliate income that I made in um, 2018 was $7.45. Imagine getting like $3,000 post-tax in your Um, bank account as salary and getting $7.45. And I was jumping like I've made a million dollars because it was me who made it. It was my business that made it. And that is, um, you know, priceless. So never be in survival mode, especially post COVID. We all come to realization that, you know, every day is a blessing. So how many of us wake up and just thank that we are alive today? You know, we get to we get to live our life. So that's the thrive mode, basically, not just survive, thrive. I tell this to my dad. My dad is in like the minimal survival mode today. He, He does not live his life. He's just pushing days. And I'm like, this is not how you have to live. Okay. So don't be in the survival mode. Think how you can make every day your best day in any way possible. It need not be anything with money. You have to just feel happy. Just go for a walk. Take, get some fresh air. So think simple things that gives you joy. That is all about the thrive mode. Okay. Guilt and eventually feeling I don't deserve or I don't need it. Yes, we all go through that phase. Okay. How many of us have this if only statement? If only I had that promotion if only I buy a house, okay, if I have a kid, if my kid goes to school, I'll start working on it. How many of us have this statement in our head that has stopped us from achieving anything that we want? Whatever you want to do, you just postpone or it's just an excuse that you say, oh, if only I have that. How many of us have it?
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just pressed the oh my god, why am I going back? Less as I get older.
0: (laughs) Wise words, lucky. So most of us don't realize that that if and if only statements are the ones that are shielding us and stopping us and getting stuck with wherever we are. Yes, I will buy X only if I achieve Y. That's right. If only I was smarter or more confident. Yeah. So these are statements basically stopping us this is your brain. Just blame your bloody brain, your primal brain. Okay, you just say it's just my brain that is wanting me to play safe. It's just my brain that is wanting me to stay, you know, wherever I am in that comfortable zone. So it's just, it's just your brain. So at least today you're becoming aware that this is what is stopping me. That's the whole point. Like I said, the 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 whole purpose of this masterclass is you understand, become aware that this is what is stopping me from doing whatever I want to do and, um, you know, releasing everything. So let's go to the release bit. So most of the current content is um, about awareness and to release the fear and shame and anger. I've got these questions. Okay, forgive my typo here. So I want you to write list of beliefs and thoughts you want to release today. We will spend a few minutes in whatever you wrote in the chat. Okay. I want you to list it in detail, like release this particular fear, release this anxiety, release the shame. Yes, lucky. I know I've been there in that fear. I cried so badly when I gave my um, resignation, um, you know, at my last job and I was serving that notice every day was dreadful. So been there, know it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. I can say that. Bless you, Sarah. Bless you for the work you do. Um thank you so much for sharing. I completely empathize with everything you've been through and I feel 2023 has really so much positivity. And sending you so much positive vibes. Thank you, Xavier. This is the brain of an entrepreneur. <laughs> you you just s- spilt what's there in my head, you know. Except the property part. But still, you know, most of it. Work hard for money and actually allow more with ease. Yes, Hati. We all have been conditioned to believe that it's hard work and not. So my statement is... I will never win
1: a Lotto. I am
0: not lucky. This is like from my childhood. These two have literally been my money blockers. I know.
1: (laughs) A Lotto would be nice. shall we move on conceal
0: yes okay cool let's move on to the next one so now that you understand that these are the things that is holding me back i have when i when i talk about money or when i think about money these are the things that surfaces And why does it surface? It's because of somebody. Somebody has conditioned it into my brain. We always should know that You know, we still operate from that childhood brain. We believe what Auntie Rosie told us eight years ago. I mean, when we were eight years old or what some of the neighbor bullying kids, they told us. So we still carry on that belief subconsciously. Okay. So that's why I'm very intentional with choice of words when it comes to my kids, because I understand it can have a huge impact. My parents didn't know this and I've carried it for bloody 30 plus years um, so I really don't want my kids to carry that. So I'm being more mindful and intentional, uh, with my choice of words when it comes to my children. So awareness is key, really. Um, so that's what we're trying to achieve today. The next one, I want you to do this exercise. I want you to write about any recent experience. Like I said, my experience with my coach when I had to pay her a five-figure investment. I was shivering. I was sweating. I was literally having all the fears in the world. My husband didn't know that I did it. Um, So, I was in a complete different um, experience that I had. Um, So, it could be a positive experience. It could be a negative experience. I want you to think about this and do it because we've got another exercise to follow that. So, just write about one experience you've had with money recently. It could be about you spending someone else's spending. What does that we feel? For example, I find most of my online coach friends feel, get very offended and triggered when others share their money wins. Okay? When they see people making you know hundreds of thousands of dollars, they get triggered, they feel jealous, they want to stop following them on Instagram. So I asked them this question, what is triggering you? Do you think it's jealousy? Do you think it's anger? Do you think it's guilt and shame? So it could be anything. So we just have to address it. All right. So this is just helping you to address whatever is there with you. So it could be any experience that you've had. I'll give you a few minutes. Yes, Shweta, that is a normal human brain that we all think about, you know, the security of a paycheck. Yeah, Xavier, it's more you're in your head spiraling and thinking what others will pay for instead of thinking what are you good at? Um, but I understand I think where you're coming from is the ability to monetize your passion and skills yes most of them get confused with that it is normal yeah been there know it I'll think oh will people pay for this but we live in this world where people make money out of crazy things it's all about you packaging into that offer and selling it hey Priya when you said
1: here that one of your peer coach had a successful multiple six-figure and lost it all and went back to a job, you said it made you feel
0: insecure. What do you, what do you mean by that? So meaning, you know, you've I've, I've seen her really successful um, in 20, 2020 or early 2021. And then she changed other courses. So We were, we were part of the same coaching group. Um, and, um, last year, early last year, she changed her, she pivoted a business offer basically, um, from a coach to a branding agency and she closed the Instagram. She was so successful on Instagram. She closed that account. She said, I'm not going to use it. I don't know what she went through, but I, I mean, I don't talk to her, but then I felt really sad. I felt very sad seeing her reached the peak she she quit her job she was she had multiple six figure business. I knew she had an empire but I don't know why she would leave that empire go and start a branding agency which didn't do well and eventually she went back to a regular nine to five job. so which means your, your brain starts to think oh my god if she if it happens to her you know you obviously think right if it's a, all the thing about online marketing is you feel that person is relatable like if she can do it, I can do it too. So that's the motivation part of it. It also has its downside where somebody, you know, shuts their business down, goes, you know, has that downfall. You're like, oh, damn, what if that happens to you? You know, you're like, you never know. I really idolized her. She was doing really good. And then when I um, saw her fall to the ground, I was like shattered. Trust me. I I really felt bad for her. But, Mm. you know, yeah, it, it made me feel so insecure that this can happen to anybody you know, because this happened very, re- very recently. And yeah, yeah. out oh, of alignment with what she was doing when she changed it up. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what happens this, especially last year, I found so many coaches dropped their coaching. They, they left their, Um, business a lot of people um, did that it's maybe it's a post-covid thing when they're coming back I don't know but there's so much shift in the coaching space these days it's like two extremes because we've got all these AI powered bots and content creation coming up so anybody can write a content but how unique are you how relatable are you so I think it'll help to weed out the ones and only the ones who are really establishing will survive it's it has it's both good and bad yeah I totally agree with everything you just said I was
1: just reading an article
0: about yeah chat chat PGT chat PGT oh (laughs) my god I'm obsessed we'll chat about it offline Uh, getting back into making obscure music in the next few years which can be released anonymously but this is years worth of work ahead of me in terms of technical learning curve which will be fun but other than that this I can't see a way out of my day job which is very fulfilling as a social worker don't want to do anything further work or side hustles in this industry. Okay, that makes sense. Like if you're happy with your job, if it's fulfilling you, it's perfectly fine. But you're doing something in the side that feeds your passion, like creating music. Um, but just a quick question, Xavier, why do you want to be released anonymously? That's the only word that pops up to me um, concerning. Why don't um, Xavier want to release it at Xavier and release it anonymously? So that would be my question for you.
2: Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi. Um, uh, Maybe not released anonymously, but it's probably more um, very obscure music, so it doesn't have to be anonymously, I suppose. I'm just thinking um, it's not uh, um, very much alternative music and not, you know, pop, rock, star kind of typical uh music mm-hmm. so it's um not those typical avenues or or uh, um, uh could be film soundtrack kind of stuff as well so very cinematic uh kind of music so it's that was perhaps just a way to describe it i think
0: oh okay Okay maybe but, I but it wrong. could
2: also be anonymous as well just um, uh, I suppose more controlled than the typical you know publicity thing that a lot of people want to generate
0: um, Okay uh, you just want to do the work but you just don't want to be visible is that the type Yeah
2: or visible on my own terms would be yeah. would be more um, probably closer to the to the intention okay and i'm also um uh by you know mainstream music standards old so uh so it's more about the music rather than um you know very much a young person's idea of instagram and image and all of that stuff um so yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of where where my current limitations are at, or thinking around, you know, possibilities around.
0: Yeah, but what is that you want to achieve with that music?
2: Uh, releasing it on its own terms, and um, hopefully it finding its audience, which which, given its obscure nature, would would not be a huge audience. Um, you know, even if you've got people buying your music and you've got an audience of 10,000, that's not enough, uh, you know, to really make a consistent living. Um,
0: but we never know until we try and until true. we we go into it because there's so many people who just start off, you know, as a small Etsy shop and then they, you know, go hire warehouses and they really quadruple their income, uh, you know, kids selling, um, what do they call these... Um, play and other things, they've made million dollars. People just, these days, it's the easiest and the hardest way to make money. Like, you know, you like it or not, it, you you can reach anybody from any part of the world through social media marketing, but there's also so much competition that you have to stand out from the crowd. You don't have to be loud and noisy. But really, I mean, um, it's a good conversation and to at least start thinking about it. The, this, the words that comes out of your mouth you know, it, it's that from that subconscious level. So why anonymous? Why is that? It's just something to think about. What is that you want to do? Because in your previous response, you said you want to provide a service that others will want to pay for, but you're still trying to figure out. But then there's also this contradictory one which says, I don't want to do any side hustle. You know what I mean? So this is our brain bouncing off different things for different questions which contradicts, this is just an example. Sorry to put you on the spot, Xavier, but... No, no,
2: no, no. Uh, for me, for me there's, there's, that's what I know I want to do in terms of the music, but that will take time. That will take, uh, you know, at least a couple of years to be working on. So in the meantime, other than my day job, which is extremely fulfilling as a social worker, um, I'm having difficulty imagining uh, manifesting other sources of passive income. Mm-hmm. um because that's really the only area of passion of mine yeah um, so and i'm not one for you know thinking oh it's going to be a lot of win it's going to be a lot of win you know uh, other than that um i'm wanting to open up to different things that can do that which the only thing i'd really want to be known for is the music um mm-hmm. uh, but other than that i'd rather have if, if there are going to be other services that can make money, I'd rather them be their own thing. Yeah. Uh, rather than, you know, there's only th- certain things I would want to put my face to in public. Um, you know, other than that, I'm, I'd rather just be a quiet, you know, anonymous person.
0: Yeah. We always have an option to be anonymous in this uh, digital world these days, isn't it? Even you can post anonymous, you can stay anonymous, you um, yeah, it's it's about you setting your own boundaries, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, unable uh, to have the vision of something else. Yeah, we all struggle through that, Heather not brave enough and not having a vision. We all want to do something, but we just don't know what is that something, right? That something should feed us. It should make us feel purposeful. It should make us money. So I think I'll have to do a masterclass. I think I did it like in 2019-ish, how to identify your passion, how to, how to identify your skills that you can monetize, basically. Maybe I should bring that back on. All right, let's continue. Um, okay. So... Let me minimize this. So, that was a good exercise um, for us to understand it. So, this is the difference between affirmation and embodiment that I want to talk about. So, most of us would have um, listened to affirmations. Um, you know, you can just type in the chat if you do believe in affirmation or if you practice affirmation, just type yes. You know, I do affirmations. So affirmations are good. Um, They're a good starting point to basically listen to something uh, positive and you feed onto it. So you listen to those affirmations on repeat. Um, but I, for me, it's just that there's so much internal conversation that I have with myself. Okay. which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but that internal resistance, according to me, it's so loud. It doesn't let me to believe anything that is superficial. I have to really Um, believe in my bones that that is the version of me that is that is me so what I teach um, is called the embodiment technique meaning you really find out whatever you want I think that's the next slide I'm just going to check that so it's easier for us to do it no I think that's in
1: my workbook
0: yeah Am I sharing my screen? No, I'm not. Okay. So that's the purpose of this next exercise that I have here. Picture and describe your ideal dream day in your life. It starts with the type of bed that you're going to wake up, the type of view from your bedroom that you wake up to. Okay. It starts with every single detail. When you manifest, details are the key. If you're thinking about a type of car, What brand car you want to buy? What is the color? What is the interiors you want to have? You know how you want your car to smell when you get inside with kids. You know how your car smells, how your car looks with popcorns everywhere and dirty. But when you really manifest, when you think about all these visualizations, I want you to include every single detail. It can be a diagram, it can be anything. This will help you to embody that version of you. You already behave. Like you live in that particular place, you um, you know own that particular car, you live in that type of house, you have a business which has staff. You're gonna walk into an office. That is the kind of body language and attitude. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. The attitude with which you carry yourself, the attitude how you make decisions. You're not gonna make cheap decisions. You're not gonna make anything that'll let you stay out of alignment from your embodied version. So you can draw a version of you, whatever you want yourself to look like, what is your ideal weight you want to look like, how do you want your hair to look like, anything you want. So basically, I want you to um, you know, have columns. You can have health, wealth, and relationship, okay? So that is how I would categorize my life. In terms of health, wealth, relationship, everything comes inside that. Looks, personality comes under health. Um, wealth is how much money you want to make. What is the business you want to do? You know what kind of office you want to work. The kind of promotion you want to do. Um, what is your dream client? Like people selling real estates. What is the biggest deal that you want to close? Um, you know, health coaches. Wh- how many? clients you want to sign so think about everything in terms of relationship if you're manifesting um, you know a partner a boyfriend girlfriend what is the kind of what, what are you looking for in that relationship so everything when you have crystal clear dissected in these three different areas of your life it becomes easier for you to behave like one okay so you embody that version of you you visualize that version of you that's why we've got vision boards visualize it that keeps you reminded of your dreams and then every day when you take your brain will believe anything you say trust me on this I never believed when I heard it for the first time okay your brain believes everything you say but think about it every day what are you telling to your brain oh my god I'm such an idiot I did this oh my god I'm a loser oh my god so these words Even though you say it loud or you think inside your brain, that's what your brain believes. And every decision you make is because of that statement. It's like a domino effect. So there was this challenge that I ran last year, 30 days, no complaint challenge. Okay, You will not complain about anyone, anybody, anything for 30 days oh my God, your life will change. Trust me on this. When you stop blaming others, when you start owning up for everything, just take responsibility, your life changes. Okay. There's so much maturity in taking up responsibility. Like really. So just spare a few minutes and create your ideal dream day in your life. It starts with the tiniest detail, like a satin pillow cover and the eye mask. You know, I can go really bougie on this one, but... Just start with details and you will see how you can start embodying that version of you. But I'm happy to answer any questions if it's difficult for you to, you know, bring that into a vision board or a reality.
1: Yeah, inner voice is the most cruel person.
0: So you can continue um, with that exercise. So what we've done in the workbook is you picture and, you know, describe your dream day. It's not enough if we just dream about it, right? So what are like three key steps you want to do for one particular thing? For example, if you want to buy a car, so these, th- that's why you've got this action plan, okay? Date is very crucial. Always start off with the date. I don't know why I have this habit. Even when I start journaling, I write the date and time. So when you go back, you know exactly how you felt on that day. When you started, it keeps you accountable. So write your name, write the date, and you can just, you know, basically think on activities that you want to start immediately for that one thing. All right. And you enjoy doing and you want to stop doing to achieve that. If you want to buy a car, what should you do? Okay. I want to save. So how can I save more money? Uh, What can I do more is, you know, buy on specials every day, every week, Wednesday specials. I will write a list of things that I want to do and I will go, shopping only for that okay I enjoy buying meat so I'll buy them on sale or whatever you want to write what is that I want to stop something expenses that you want to cut down on you can do that so for every activity that you have on your vision board or your list you can just start writing that okay to achieve that progress if you want to buy that house if you want to start that business what is that you want to start immediately what activity do you enjoy doing That'll bring you closer to that goal, and what activity you should stop doing that'll help you to get closer to that goal. So these, are, this is a good way to basically, you know, have like an action plan. So that's why I've got these um, habit trackers where you can have them as habits and you can check them off every day. So for me. I I struggle with bloody consistency posting on social media for my business I struggle so I challenged myself from the 1st of um, January that I will be consistent today is what 11 or yeah 11th of January Uh, for the past 10 days I've posted consistently on 12 different channels okay I've got two YouTube I've got um, two podcasts but one I don't use anymore so one podcast Um, Instagram Facebook TikTok email list you name it I have it so I've been consistent and I'm, I'm sharing that on my social media platform just to keep myself accountable and to motivate people to take similar action if they want to do that so really manifesting is not for me it's not just sit back and dream but you believe like there is no resistance you believe and you also take action Okay, so that's why people are like, oh, I I just manifested, nothing happened. Okay, either you didn't manifest it without your internal resistance or your actions were not aligned with what you wanted. So you wanted something, but whatever action you took was completely against it. Okay, you didn't want to live in that toxic relationship, but you still put up with that relationship, which means nothing is going to change unless you change. So that's why having... Um, that category called health, wealth, and relationship will really help you to understand. I think I've got one more way on how to... um, the wheel of life. I don't know if you've done it. Um, This will help you to rate your life um, in various aspects of life. Like how good is your health? How good is your business? How good is your career? So you basically rate it out of 10. So you know the areas... That you need to work on, you know, the areas of your strength and weakness basically. Okay, I'll pass on the slides to you after the session so you can do this later. So are we ready to start with the rituals, ladies and gentlemen? Let me know and we can move to rituals.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Okay, cool. I am super excited. Simplicity is the key, okay? For me, everything has to be simple. Otherwise, I don't do it. I can't be consistent. Nobody has the time. So simple things on how we can manifest. Welcome. I'm super excited. Okay. So this is a rule not I came up with. As the Hicks, you know, the Abraham Hicks, the whole uh, group that's big on law of attraction. They, I mean, trust me, it's it's really hard. We think it's easy. Okay, so it's called the 68 second rule. Okay, meaning you think about one thing, anything that you want out of the list that you wrote, it could be health, wealth, relationship, anything that you want. You have to think about it for 68 seconds, without thinking about anything else, like a car, for example, you driving that car, how will you feel like, how does the interior look, you know, when you change gears, how will your kids sit in that car? So everything and anything that you can think of in that car. So 68 seconds without any distractions, without anything. Now, what I'm going to do is break this because initially when you start off, you break this into 17 seconds, okay? So we'll break it into 17 seconds and we will start. So you can close your eyes, open your eyes. You can do what you want, um, but make sure... You know, you're thinking about that one thing for 17 seconds. I'll give a ding when it's done. Let's go. No <laughs> other thoughts
1: tried to break in, but kept it there fairly well.
0: Yeah, I think there's some terms that you keep repeating to, to stay focused. That's that's what I do. I'm like Stripe payments, Stripe payments, Stripe payments. This is how I start. So when everything then just comes. Yeah, it is a bit hard, Heather. I mean, I mean, I struggled to really focus. I I can't do meditation. I'm not a meditation person. I I just can't shut my brain. It's it's really hard. But you'll get there. Try practicing in increments of 17 seconds. Um, I think that's how I got to that habit. So 17 seconds, 34 seconds, and then you increase it. Um, and just focus on one thing. Okay, like Stripe payments, Stripe payments, Stripe payments. That's how I get it.
2: I used to focus on one thing. I was was thinking of a house and where I'd like to live, but that's a rather rich environment. So there's a lot of um, associations that come in with that.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Walking through each room, inside, outside, you know, the land around it. So um, it's not precisely one thing, but it's more of an area.
0: Yeah, that's right. That That's perfectly what you should be doing. Like thinking about you walking into that living room, how does that make you feel? You know, yeah, the yeah. type of furnishing that you want, the type of yeah. paint that you want, the door handles, any any details, how much detail you go into that particular thing, that's how easy it gets to manifest even without closing your eyes or focusing on that one thing. When you practice that so much, it just becomes your second nature to think about it. I can just open my eyes, talk to somebody and you know, just process it in my head.
2: So, so it's, not too, it's not too diluted having all of that very rich content rather than just focusing on a room or the outside of a house or the inside of something or...
0: It doesn't dilute. It just amplifies it when you know this is what you want. It really gets yeah. you more clarity on yeah. what you want, okay? Yeah. Imagine I wanna, I'm want on a house facing the beach. That is very generic right so exactly what type of house you want do you want a queenslander home do you want like a posh mansion so every detail when you get into it, it just gives more clarity on what you like
2: okay okay
0: yeah cool any further questions shall we move on
1: yes okay cool where am i
0: okay So this is a very powerful exercise. It helps you focus, get you more clarity on what you want and every finer details of the house. House is a beautiful example um, in terms of manifestation. Vision board. Obviously, vision board um, is really, really crucial Um, when you are doing it. It gives you a visual representation of what you want. These days, it's easy. Like I used to do it on a chart paper, you know, cut out from magazines and put it on. Um, but it's easy to do it on Canva these days. I have vision board as my wallpaper on my phone, so every time you see them, consciously, subconsciously, um, you know, you, you get that uh, reminder that you have to do it. Okay, so this is my little vision board for twenty twenty three. I had half of this in last year but I had not taken aligned action. Uh, But this year I've taken action for most of the things. For example, I struggled to lose weight. I have um, recently underwent bariatric surgery. I'm four weeks post-op. So obviously I'm going to get to my healthy weight, what I want to be. I took that action. Two years I was researching about different types of surgery, what I want to do. Now I've taken that action. I'm so obsessed and greedy with a YouTube silver play button um, this year. I've always wanted it. I felt it's nice to have it, but I had not posted in my YouTube channel for the past 11 months. So I wanted to take that action. Now that I've started with Shods, my channel grew from 4,000 subscribers to 7,000 subscribers. So if it can go without a single video uh, to that level, obviously 100,000 should be an easy fix. Now, the biggest aim I have for this year is um, being an author, I want to author a book, I haven't started anything. But I interviewed a lady who has written 18 books has contributed 18 books. And she said, you just start with 500 words a day. So that's a good starting point that I'm planning from February. So things like this. Things you want to achieve and you break it down into action plan. So I'm not just sitting and manifesting everything, but having that vision board will help me to understand what is the kind of lifestyle I want. So the next uh, property I want to buy, I want to be living in like my forever home. Uh, should be more of an acreage property with a retreat space where I want to be holding retreats. So having that clarity down the line in the next three years will help me to have my efforts and channel um, to that particular destination. Okay, you might not be there now, but this is where I want to be traveling towards. So having that clarity, more family time, you know, I'm, I'm not a travel person, but I think my wildest, Um, shopping spree that I want to be going on is having my own private uh, jet that I want to fly and see my parents if I want to. I hate doing this airport security and waiting stuff. So that is like my biggest, wildest um, dream that I have. So this is my little vision board. I thought I'll tell you why I have all these different elements. Um, and obviously branded stuff, handbags and uh, being a TEDx speaker. So all this is on my vision board with a purpose that again feeds back into my personal branding um, as an individual, the things that I want to achieve and my business. So everything it feeds into it, health, wealth and relationship, you find everything on this vision board and this is how I see it. This is my way of doing a vision board but there's no right or wrong way to do a vision board as long as you want it, you have it on your vision board it's a very personal one um, and I highly recommend you having a vision board it's easy to have it on your phone it's easy to have it as your desktop wallpaper so it always reminds you you see it subconsciously it feeds into your brain and you're reminded again and again um, on why you do what you do and if you do certain things you just see if is it aligning with my vision board is it on my plan why am I even doing certain things okay so it really helps you to stay on track. So next is the story, okay? The story that we wrote is part of the story that you want to rewrite. So most of us, when we wrote the belief system, when we wrote the belief um, statements, we know what are the money blockers, okay? So in today's um, session, I want you to rewrite your own story, okay? I want you to write certain statements in a piece of paper that will help you to rewrite that statement in your own head, okay? It can be as simple as, I am worthy of the lifestyle I desire or I deserve my dream lifestyle. As simple as that. When you keep saying it again and again, it comes with this, I I bloody deserve it, you know, it it can get to that level that effortlessly you begin to believe that you can do certain things, okay? So I want you to write one statement that will rewrite your story. It can feed back into your ideal day, how you want it to look like. If you want a four-day work week, write that. If you want to be a digital nomad, you know, just hanging around on the beach and making money, write it. No judgments at all, okay? The type of house, type of car, your income goals. It can be an insane amount of money. Okay. Lifestyle goals, anything that you want, but one statement to rewrite your story. Let's go. Are we good? I want you to say that statement. You can go on mute and practice it if you want loud and see how you feel about it. Because we are writing in present tense, like I own um, say for example a three million dollar house for example when you say that are you feeling icky are you feeling resistance are you feeling oh my god I'm, I'm, I'm making a fool of myself so what is that so that statement should not trigger any of those feelings and emotions okay it has to feel aligned you have to feel you have to believe in that statement so that is how it'll rewrite your story okay okay So let me know if you have any questions or if you have um, difficulty in doing it. But I want you to have that one statement that you can write it on the wall, have it on a piece of paper in front of your desktop, that you see it, you believe it, and you write it, okay? I mean, you you just start thinking about it. So my statement is basically, I'm grateful for my business that helps thousands of individuals create financial independence. So it has everything here, like, I'm grateful. So I'm showing gratitude. I'm writing it in present tense. That helps thousands of business owners, which brings in thousands of people. And the outcome, what I create for them is creating financial independence. And this statement is never going to create any negative emotions or triggers for me. Okay, I'm super pumped to have a three day work week in my million dollar business. Okay, so that I'm going to be so excited when I read this again and again. I'm only going to have a three-day work week, but still I'm going to generate millions of dollars. Okay. So things like that. If you just um, write things that'll um, give you um, something in the present tense, that'll help you to write that statement. Okay. So let's go to this next technique. Okay. I call this... Last week, this time, last week, this day, exercise. This helps you to basically um, really strengthen your belief in accomplishing something. Instead of saying, I've got $6,000 in my credit card, when you start to think and say, last week, this day, I paid off my credit card okay so when you have that sense of accomplishment when you have that sense that you've already achieved it it's more like to do with embodiment technique Um, you have that sense that you've already got it and you start to believe in that energy you start to operate from that energy okay it's a little bit hard for logical brains like I'm really left-brained but then the more you get into tricking your brain or reprogramming your brain to believe what you wanted to believe, everything else becomes effortless. So all these exercises, because each of us learn differently, right? So each of us, some people are visual learners. Some people can learn with the help of, you know, lengthy blogs. Some people write short form content, video content. So we're all different types of consumers. So each of these exercise, any, any one will help you or, All of this can help you. Like I I will not ask you to do one, two, three, and four regularly. The main thing that has helped me in terms of uh, manifestation or any any kind of personal development is journaling. Okay. I do it at two times of the day. So morning and evening, I used to do it uh, two times. Now I pretty much do it like once Uh, when I'm clear so the first part of my journaling exercise is called the brain dump okay you already have so much in your head okay it's already full there's no space for you there's no head space basically to think about it so I call it the brain dump take two or three A4 sheets and just write anything and everything that comes out of your head okay just dump it out just empty it and then you will have so much clarity to plan. Okay. I love to plan my day in the morning. Some people like to plan for the next day, the previous night. It's up to you. There's no one size fits all strategy. You can do whenever you want. You can break it down into two. One time you can start, you know, brain dump. And the second half of the day you can start planning. I do it back to back because I I found it. It's easier to do it after my brain dump. So the first step is basically getting things out of my head. And the second is basically planning and what I want to achieve. Okay, I basically have three tasks that I do um, in my business. Okay, the first thing that I do is to build credibility and lead gen. Like, how do I get more people into my country? dinner how do I get more people um, into knowing me basically Um, and then the second one is income generating activity at least one activity per day is income generation like after I've spoken on a sales call sending them invoice and proposal any one activity that's income generation and the third one is really focusing on serving your current clients because you don't want to leave people after you pay them so one is getting more new leads and um, new people into your spectrum and the second one is some kind of an income generation activity because, you know, none of us are here to do charity. Um, so obviously, you need income, you need to pay bills, you've got a family to feed. And the third one is serving your current clients, uh, giving selflessly how much you can to your current clients. So there's no time limit. Um, I mean, I'm really short of time. So maximum I would spend is 10 to 15 minutes. And that's what is consistent. That's what we can do every day. So it depends if if somebody, I've seen people who love to meditate for hours or half hour, I'm not that person. So 10 minutes quick, get it, everything out. Okay, this is what I want to plan. So I just break it down into three simple steps. Lead gen, what am I doing for lead gen today? I'm posting on 12 different platforms. That is more than enough for lead gen. Number two, um, any sales calls booked, any invoices paid, any networking events where I go meet people, send them invoices. That's my income generation. And third thing, all my other things that I do for my current clients is how I serve. So breaking this down will really help you to understand. So this exercise last week, this time is more tricking your brain to believe that it's already happened. Okay. Last week, this time I bought a new car. And when you start believing that you you are capable of doing this, it just helps to strengthening that belief that you are worthy because all of us, most of us struggle with self-worth. Okay. So this is another exercise that will help you to strengthen that belief.
2: Just a, just a question, if we have time. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of things that are around manifestation that seem to work very well for people that um, work for themselves or have a variety of income streams that are not, uh, so essentially not people who are on a fixed income as a wage. Um So, And that's an example of some of what you just mentioned there. So how would you do that activity for people whose current situation is, you know, a nine to five uh, set hourly, you know, wage type um, situation?
0: Yeah. Um, So it'll be like last week, uh, this time I got promoted. Okay. I got that promotion I was waiting for. Okay, that is a good way to basically um, think Um, if you're in a nine to five, you got that promotion you wanted, or you you would want to have a particular designation, we want to move to another company, um, you pay increase from $30 per hour to $40 per hour. So anything um, that you want in your next step uh, of your life, that's how you say, okay, last week, this time, I got promoted as a manager.
2: So what What if you're in a situation where you're very comfortable in that you, you, I don't necessarily, in my example, want to move anywhere else within the scope that I'm in um, mm-hmm. in order to change income because I like the role that I do. Um, yeah. So without having any other income, passive income streams yet or, you know, any any uh, social media leads to, to generate leads, what would your recommendation be?
0: So the lead generation, is it part of your, so you want to figure out a way first to create that passive income, right? So you strongly believe the music avenue is, is, is a long-term, um, you know, lead gen or income generation stream, yeah. Yeah. and you are in a very fulfilling job. So the next thing to think about is what are your other skill sets that will help you to make money? passive today like I started off tutoring kids when I moved to Australia the very first side hustle that I started was uh, tutoring um, children I advertised on Gumtree and I got um, $60 per hour cash I used to make like $500 per week easily cashed Um, so by tutoring high school children maths and science so that I was I was passionate because I was I was a university lecturer. I love teaching. So there there has to be something else in you that you're passionate about, and people to ask. It can be as simple as you know baking classes. Um, I, I mean the the kind of things that people make money these days is just crazy sometimes it just makes me so I don't know it's, it's just weird like there was a lady I don't know if you had a chance to read this article um, that she made 200,000 plus selling farts in a jar just because she made that offer she, she sold it there are there are women selling you know um, detox pearls where they detox Uh, from female reproductive organ their energies and everything and she made like a million dollar business out of selling those detox pills so these are not the conventional ways to make money Mm. but there are so many different ways it's because they could actually tell people this is the problem and my product can solve that problem it's as simple as that okay but really figuring out what the problem is and what how your solution can marry up is the challenge in finding that side hustle
2: okay. it, it is the challenge because if you've only got one area that you want to follow and outside of your main role there's no other skills that you've developed but social
0: worker is such a um, what is what is the right word? It's got so many modalities into it. It's not just one streamlined mainstream, right? Like my coach, she was a ex social worker from the US.
1: That's she true. was
0: making fifty five thousand dollars full time, commuting three hours to her work. Now she owns a business that makes her three million per year.
2: And what, just, what's she doing with that one? She, what's
0: the? She's coaching. She's she's a yeah, business coach. Yeah. yeah. So business coaches charges anywhere from, you know, $1,000 to $5,000, $25,000 paid in full. It is an industry that you wouldn't believe unless you're there within that particular industry. I wouldn't have believed that she made million dollars just of Instagram having 2,500 followers if I was not in her container. Mm. Okay. I, I would totally think she's faking it. So. Because we don't know them, we think their people are lying, right? You wouldn't, I mean, I never believed people would pay me thousands of dollars of Instagram until it happened to me. Mm. You know, so you, that, that, that's the kind of resistance and mental conditioning we have until that evidence happens. Our brain only needs evidence to believe. So we have to feed our brain those evidences, and these are little activities that will help us to build that evidence.
2: So I think for me, it would be manifesting some mentoring around that.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, and
2: some connections.
0: Yeah, just even networking, you know, as a social worker, you know, there's so many different avenues that you have, um, you know, your skill sets in. I mean, there's deep empathy in that particular space, but also, you know, the 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 mental and the emotional load that you take in as a social worker is also huge. Mm. Um, So I'm also associated with a social enterprise at Mount Gravatt and they deal with women with, you know, domestic violence and sexual abuse. And even when I talk to a few of those women, I come back home with such a heavy heart, you know, you just take in so much. I'm, I'm like an empath. So I just absorb everything. So I can never be a counselor. I don't think I can be one because I, I, taken so much emotionally you know i can't handle it so um, there's so many so many ways that you can think of in terms of you know having that monetization ability in every stream every stream that you can think of but it's all about really being crystal clear on what problem you're solving and what is your offer that's it okay
1: any other questions anybody
0: Sorry, someone talking. I can't see the screen. No. Okay. So this is like the final. Um, you know, the slide is you have to just start. All right. Don't wait only if um, statements that is helping you. That is not helping you, but um, just believe that you can do it. Like believe is really the key. You know, though you do some work, if you're not believing in yourself, like nobody else, if you can't bet on yourself, nobody else will bet on you. And once you start doing things, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just take actions and believe from your inner core. There'll be so many noises. The way I visualize it is when I move up two steps, I can see 10 hands coming and pulling my leg down 10 steps. This is literally what will happen. Okay. Like people say, right? It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. You won't believe those statements until things. I mean, 2022, this year, I was shattered in every aspect of my life. I hit rock bottom in every aspect of my life. It took me, you know, all these hard work to actually bounce back and, you know, multiply everything in terms of relationship, health, wealth, everything. So because I believed in myself, I went all in, I gambled completely. I was I was in. There was no way out. Okay. So just start today. Take actions. It need not be perfect. Whatever you want to do. It could be a job. It could be your family. Whatever is your priority, just start doing. All of us have some kind of skill that can be monetized, that can make a passive income. An extra few hundred dollars or few thousand dollars a month is not going to hurt, right? So I've literally, I mean, because that's not the scope of today, I haven't shared my client's work like literally rags to riches story especially people from india that's where i am i do a lot of work there um, to create financial independence for women because they put up a lot with toxic relationship because they're financially dependent on that spouse so i do a lot of work with them Um, so it really feeds my soul when i see that particular thing happening so once you start doing you believe then you'll see the magic happen okay Yes, it doesn't have to be perfect at all. You have to just start. Okay, quick final question. What do you need to get started today?
1: What do we need, people? What do we need to get started today? Belief and an idea.
0: Yes, you already have an idea, Lockie. Belief, definitely
1: belief. So, what belief? Belief in you, belief in your idea.
2: I definitely have belief in, in what I'm pursuing. Yeah. So, and I've got some chocolate as well, which is uh, going to be yeah. helpful.
0: Definitely. Who doesn't love some sugar rush? Hey.
2: Oh, not the sugar, sugar-free.
0: Oh, sure. Okay, <laughs> my bad. Uh, yes, belief in you, an idea. Okay, cool. That's all we need, right? We all need that belief. We all need. Um, to bet on us and just go wild, just go crazy. It need not be a thing like, you know, like in New Year resolutions. I never set New Year resolutions. It doesn't work for me. I don't buy planners and journals that has a date and it's just for that particular year because, you know, I, I don't use them like that. So all you need a simple investment is a notebook and pen. And that is the most powerful weapon you need to get started is all you need is a pen and paper. That's all you need to get started. Okay. So you you can take aligned action and get whatever you want. Uh, But like Lucky, um, uh, I mean, um, Xavier, the thing that I would say it need not take you three years. It's just your, um, you know, it's just what you, you believe that it should take. Uh, I don't understand the technical, uh, I'm not qualified to talk about it, but I'm pretty sure um there is there are ways to collapse the time and get things done if you want to get the things done. Uh, but don't set a timeline. Okay. Do not set a timeline that gives you that pressure or that gives you the Levi that it, the, it's still three years far, you know, I still have three years to do it. So you kind of get relaxed. Or if you said something unrealistic, like if I want to lose 10 kilos by next week, I'm just going to be bloody depressed if it doesn't happen because it can't happen.
2: No, know? That's that, that's just a rough estimation around the, the timeline that I know of the, of the actual work and learning that I need to do to, to get things to where I want them to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm not, I'm not locked in that it has to be earlier or later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're not really fussed about it. I can see that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah.
2: And and I may may meet people in the meantime who can support me with that learning as well. So that's part of the manifestation as well is bringing in people around me um, who can support me with my goals.
0: Definitely. Being in that like-minded community is huge, okay? Mm. So definitely networking has helped me so much with my, um, you know, personal development and it also, also helped me, uh, I, I mean, I joke about it, like now my friend circle, I had a handful, now I only have a finger full, okay? When you level up, um, when you grow in, in that particular journey, you'll start losing people. That's a good yeah. sign because th- those people don't fit at all so your your friendship circle becomes smaller and smaller if you still have a huge you know party gang then which means you know there's some cleaning up to do people Uh, okay what have I got next so the thing what I wanted to offer you all is accountability if people want to figure out what they want to do what they want to achieve in the next four weeks like what we need is accountability, right? We want to become an effortless manifester. You want to be using the power of positive thoughts and words, really get clarity on what you want in life. It could be in terms of um, anything to do with yourself. It could be anything to do with side hustle, getting clarity on your ideas and really becoming effortless in addressing. It's not like a one day thing where you just get things done okay so today what we've become aware is all the money blockers the resistance that we have and everything that is stopping us and condition and there's I mean I'm, I don't have to be blamed so that's what we have understood today it is because of somebody that has really drilled that thought in my brain I found out who is the person who has put that belief in my head I found out why am I thinking this way why I'm having so much negative triggers so Really, that has helped you to clarify things, but we can go further down in the next four weeks To really become clear on what you want in life and I really I work around moon cycles and there's a science behind it especially in terms of female body the 28 day cycle really works well with the moon so during the full moon you basically release negative emotions I mean don't even talk to me when it's full moon I'll be so grumpy I'll be crying I don't know why I get really emotional during full moon and when it comes to new moon there's so much manifestation energy Mm. so Really, it helps uh, when you really make those decisions around moon cycle. Now, I I work with moon cycles these days because it has just become my second nature and there's so much science that backs it up. So get consistent. When you do something, when you have someone accountable to do this every day for four weeks, I think it's a good time to get things, um, get the ball rolling and don't just survive. You need that community that is like a cheer squad that cheers for you when you win. When you fall down, there's somebody to give you that support and advice and you can unleash your true potential by just reprogramming your brain. So every day when you do these activities and different worksheets based on different themes for 30 days, obviously you become natural at it. That's what we want. We want it to be effortless. We want it to come out without any resistance. So this is just a quick offer that I made just for the people who attend the manifestation masterclass is a boot camp where we go uh, for a weekly ritual and practice session, which will be a one-hour Zoom session live. And if people can't attend it, obviously, you get it recorded for lifetime access. So every week, we will go with certain rituals that you want practicing from week one, and then week two will be compounded, meaning you'll do week one practice and week two together, and then week three, obviously, will be compounded. So we'll get four weeks of different practices that we'll do over the four-week period daily prompts and worksheets which will be done on Facebook group and Slack channels we'll get a separate vision board session where you'll be able to really pick out this different stuff that you want to do and obviously if you are a side hustler because that's my jam um, and if you want to start a business we can really go all in and find out what is your zone of genius and if it can be monetized, so it's a simple offer that I created only for this. I don't sell this outside, just for the bootcamp people. It's triple two Australian dollars, so two hundred and twenty-two dollars, just a four-week thing because it should not just get diluted after the session and you go forget you don't do it. So once you get into the groove, then it becomes easier and you get whatever you want. And especially at the start of the year, it's much easier to have clarity on what you want so we can make the most of 2023. So there's no obligation compulsion, but I thought it's good to send you back with something to really feed on and to invest um, in your personal development so you can get more clarity in four-week period. We We always underestimate how much we can do within that short period of time with the right support and the community. So, that was a little offer that I wanted to throw it out to people who attend. If you have any questions, I'm happy to answer. And um, I truly appreciate your time. And if you want to stay in touch, I'm available on every social media platform. I used to say other than TikTok, but now I'm on TikTok as well. So every platform, if you search for my name, Dr. Priya Jagannathan, you'll find me on every platform. I've got two brands. One is Pivot to Thrive and the other one is Soul Designs. But mostly you'll find me with my personal development, I mean, personal branding uh, platform. So what is... Um, one key takeaway message that you got out of the session. Can you share it in the chat or you can unmute and say.
1: Talking in the present tense of, of what you want as if you already have it.
0: Yeah. That is huge, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The statement Yes, rewriting your story. It is so crucial to your success. Really, really crucial.
2: I love the 68-second visualization.
0: Yeah. It's amazing how, I mean, I was struggling with 17 seconds. I I mean, I struggle to shut my brain normally. Um, So 68 seconds was a challenge, but you can do that in increments of 17 seconds. Importance of manifesting social support and networking for the goals. Yeah, definitely, Xavier. I'm planning to um, do a lot of in-person meetups this year. Are you based in Brisbane, did you say? Sorry?
2: Yeah, yeah, I am.
0: Yeah, Yeah. okay. Yeah. So feel free to attend. Um, And yeah, there's a lot of things we can do, you know, in terms of just networking. Like I go to professional networking groups like BNI. It's a paid professional networking group but the return on investment of that is huge. You know, you have like 30 business owners, different streams in the same room and you can ask any questions you want. You can just tap on their shoulder. It's just that accessibility you have to those people. That's what you pay for. Lucky, that is another avenue, especially in the real estate space. Um, investing in professional networking groups will get you um, referrals easily. Like when you're really serious about it, definitely that would be my suggestion for you.
1: Okay,
0: thanks. Yeah. Okay, Hati had to leave because of the meeting. Um, important. Okay, next is money is an energy that I can attract with ease. Oh, my God. That is such a beautiful statement, isn't it? When you keep saying that and when you say it without, uh, you know, resistance, it it just becomes a normal casual statement. Like I'm just like me just saying my name. It just becomes like that. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you so much, everyone. Any questions, final questions, or we can just wrap it up today. I truly appreciate your time in joining me today. And, um, yeah, I hope to see you all in my other meetup events.
2: Uh, You mentioned we can get access to the slides.
0: Yeah, I'm going to email. up Once I finish this, once my cloud recording is done, I'll share the um, meeting recording uh my editor is not available until Wednesday usually what I do is I block out but because most of you I mean none of you had the camera on there's no problem I usually blur people's faces and do the editing but I can just send the image and the slides to you all
2: right thank you so much for today
0: thank you so much Xavier lovely to have you thank
1: Thank you so much thank
0: you thank you you for joining today thank you bye-bye I truly hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it just for you. Please follow Pivot to Thrive podcast on the platform you're listening to right now. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a review and I'm so excited to see you on the next episode. Sending you loads of love, positive and healing vibes your way.
1: Stay blessed.